Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media. A good story is a good story. Hosted by Marsha Casper Cook. Live shows every week with interesting interviews in the entertainment field with writers, producers, directors, and screenwriters. There's also shows about newsworthy topics and group discussions about writing tips to help writers reach success. New to the show are conversations about personal struggles and how to feel good about yourself in today's world. One thing's for sure, it's always a lively conversation and lots of fun. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia. We've got a great show today. We've got Kristen, Lindsay Hager, Kathy Goldwyn, and Vicki Stiefel. And they will tell you a little bit about themselves. And we're just going to get right into the show because we've got a lot to talk about. It should be a lot of fun. It's going to be a conversation about writing and marketing and whatever else anybody wants to talk about. So let's see who goes first. You know, it's like I remember when I was in school, the teachers would like point out, okay, you can go first. All right, Kathy, your turn. You can go first. Really? Tell us about yourself. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah. I started writing about three years ago. I have been uh, supporting indie authors for years. In my group, The Dark Angels, one day we started writing a small story, and it turned into a book, and then it turned into two books, and now I'm about to publish my ninth book. So I really just love the writing. It's um, so much fun for me. And I get to meet people like Marsha. Right. right, and we we all, I, all everybody that's on the show, we I talk to, and they've all been on the show. So, and they all have a lot of experience. So that's what will make today's show really good. Okay, Kristen. Yeah, I was hiding behind Kathy, so she got called on her. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's so not fair. <laughs> Duck down. Duck my pencil. <laughs> Well, I've been writing. Well, I've been writing for a number of years. I've been published for about nine, and I write uh, mostly young adult. And I also have a middle school series. Um, My ninth book came out this year. It was called Cecily in the City. It was a young adult contemporary romance about a girl who falls in love with her favorite singer-songwriter. And she also gets to a chance at her dream career of being an actress in New York City. Oh, I know. It's so wonderful. Okay. And yeah. Vicki, you're out of your uh, writing cave? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing it. Uh, well, I've been writing for about 30 years. I've written 11 novels and two nonfiction books. My novels cover everything from mystery to science fantasy, and my most recent book, The Bond, is set in Regency, England. It's a historical novel, and my passion is writing, and I love it. Um, and you're so, great at it. Oh, <laughs> well, kind, yes, kind words. And you're, you're words, popular but I do love per- it. You're a popular TikTok person. Oh, yeah, they're so strange. <laughs> TikTok is like entering an alternate reality. Truly. <laughs> you tried to teach me how to do TikTok. I couldn't do it, but you are great at it. 
No, you well, well, you don't have to be like Vicky because Vicky comes out and talks herself, but a lot of people don't. I know. What if you can she, do I watched I her. <laughs> it's great. I but well, I think, you know, that's what's it's hard. Enjoyable. It's hard. It's really fun to other writers. But TikTok is what? hard and it's relentless. You know, you really yeah. need to post often. Almost daily, I would say daily, yeah. And you know, wow. and my number one priority is writing. So, yeah. Well, that's what happens, yeah. right? And you know, uh, that that's what happens to me. And so I, you know, I have been doing shows for tw- like fifteen years, but the social media is getting harder and harder because people are taking, you know, people off. They're taking the reviews off. They're taking people off. They're stopping their posts. Uh, you know. Today I got a message. I don't know. I have to find out about that. It said that I have to verify myself in one of my pages. So I, then I said, I, yeah. And so I answered back. I said, how do I know you're telling me the truth? Because I don't even know. Really? Why. Yes. Oh, it's wow. something I never heard of. So I didn't do anything yet. Yeah, don't answer it. Do not answer it. I didn't. It. I didn't. Oh, good. And I don't, you know, I do have good. a lot of pages now. I, and I just want to yeah. you know because it doesn't sound right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, I, I think it was from the meta, and meta is where I do ads and things. So, I, you know, that's the point now. I think everybody, I don't care who you are, is confused because they, it's really, there are no rules, there's no regulations, everybody can do whatever they want, but you don't always know who's sending you back, and you know, a message. This is what's scary. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that's a bad thing. But I do think the one thing about TikTok, and I watch all of Vicky's, is that it's immediate. Even if they don't, even if they don't, uh, like put a heart or a comment or whatever, it's they see it because you're scrolling, and it's really go. It it's not like Facebook where you don't know what's happening. But I think people actually see all the scrolls. Vicky, do you want to talk a little bit about that for a second? Don't you feel? That? I think they do. TikTok has, and this is not my information. I mean, this is known. It has a strange algorithm that no one can figure out. So Mm. my philosophy is just sort of do the best I can and have fun with it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things that if you obsess over it, it'll drive you crazy, you know, as with all social media. Yeah. Especially if you're an introvert. Are any of you introverts? No. As I that need to just nice. hiding, <laughs> even though I'm on the phone, yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm, I, I don't, don't want to be on TikTok like that. Just, yeah. yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah. really You're fabulous. You are fabulous, yeah, well, Becky. I well, encourage you're everybody con, to you're track your videos down. I think yeah. they're amazing. Yeah. Because, yeah. And because you're generous you because you tried to teach me. Yeah. I appreciated everything. Well, you, before we uh, before we go any further, like yeah, so say a little bit of uh, tell everybody what those writing tips like. Just choose one that you you know would tell people about because they're good. Well, they're not long mm-hmm. and they're good. One of the writing tips that got a lot of action <laughs> is the mm-hmm. fact that when I'm working on my first draft, not editing, right. which you shouldn't do in your first draft, but anyway. Uh, that's a tip. But anyway, right. <laughs> uh, I stop in the middle of a scene 
And why do I do that? Because next day I'll be excited to finish the scene. Well, then you can sit there and say, what's next? Or I'm not that excited about writing this morning. Or, But if you're in the middle of the scene, wow, I can finish that scene and you're raring to go. Um, And that's what I do. I do that. I love it. I love it. I do the same thing. It's fantastic. In the middle of the scene, just so I'm enthused. The following yeah. day, and I, I, you feel the same way, right? Yeah. I, I think that's important you know. to, to get to that next place because that's hard sometimes, and that's what stops well, people. Yeah, How many of you write every day? Me, not me, but I don't. Me? I, I no, do write, but I don't like what I write a lot, and sometimes I just write. Oh, notes that's in all right. Book about no, the no, no, no. I even if you don't like it. I, I, I'm a believer in muscle memory, the idea yeah, that right. you develop habits and muscle memory like yeah. in tennis. But yeah. if you write every day, it becomes, I think, a habit that you yeah. really need to write every day. If I don't I write agree. for a few days, yeah, I, agree. I, I, agree. I get anxious. I, I get antsy. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, one, of about, I, like, you know, uh, one of my problems is it's uh, social media, you know, and I like say I'm not going to go on it. And that's not true. That's not true. But I lie to myself. (laughs) I shouldn't. Because I don't actually think it works that great. I don't think it works that great. And I don't know why I do it. So I think I'm addicted, which is probably what a lot of us are. And that's bad. I think so. I I don't think it's good. So I think you're right. You have to write, write, write. I think writing every day is really smart. And it would really develop how you write. I do mm-hmm. a lot of thinking. I am in my mm-hmm. head. Where is the story yeah. going? Do I yeah, want it this me. way or that way? And I don't write it all out, though I write sentences like, oh, I like that word, so I have to write that sentence, right? And then yeah. I, yeah. it'll go into the story as I develop it. But that's what I do. I just mold it over a lot. Yeah, yeah that's Yeah. That's me, too. I call it noodling on it, and so I'll noodle on it, and a lot of times I'll do things like uh, take screenshots of things that I want to remember. In fact, my phone has been telling me all week I need to delete some things. I'm at maximum storage, (laughs) (laughs) or I'll put stuff on Pinterest and in my journals and stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of a binge writer. That way, where I may mm. not work on the story every day, but then when I do, I'll be working for, you know, hours. And yeah. I probably should stop in the middle of the scene, but I don't. I write till I run out of gas, basically, and there's nothing yeah. left in the tank. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> really. I found that writers in general, sorry, I found that writers in general, have all yeah. these different processes of how yeah. they write their books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's one of the things. Before I did shows, I just had my work. But then, now that I do shows for 15 years, like if someone will be on the show and I'll write a note to myself, I'll go, oh, that's a good idea. And then I'll go, that's a good idea. That's another good idea. Didn't you, Martha, and didn't you I, just win an award? Who, me? Didn't oh, you well, an award for well, your wedding? From Fran, from Fran Lewis. She's a reviewer, yes. 
Fran, there if you've been go. on the show, she's been reviewing for 15 fantastic. years. She's a really good reviewer. But she picked out all, you know, different. You. I think it's fantastic. I love that book. Thank you. And and Fran is doing, you know, she's done shows as long as I have, and we've done shows together. She was with yeah. on Red River. But yeah. we she picks different categories. So the category that I had was, you know, um, you know, during a certain age, like a, that's a new topic now. It's love at any age, you know. And so actually, she's having a show about that mm-hmm. next Thursday, and I'll be on that show because, you know, oh. it could be any age that people are in love. So yeah. I think that that's a, a good thing, and all of us here watch TV, so you see all the series now. But they always have different age groups now. It's not just one age group, unless it's just sometimes a young adult. They'll have young. And then, but the other groups have, you know, even on Hallmark, they have two stories a lot of times going at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, one is minor, but they're bringing in that love right. can happen at any time. So that's, right. you know, and I, it, yeah. And it turned out that that's what my characters do sometimes. It starts with the younger and then it goes somewhere into the, you know, the parents, the grandparents finding love or rekindling, which is you know, a good thing, you know, for if you're yeah. a sweet romance writer or even a sexy romance writer. Romance yes. at any age. You know. Oh, so I write that's... sex. Believe me, there's sex in every book I write. Sex, yeah. sex, sex. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. what everybody wants. <laughs> well, they they do want that. And I've heard, though, I just heard that uh, I think it's Hallmark or Lifetime, I think it's Hallmark, that they are going to have some sort of sex not a scene but something close to it i think you know because they maybe they'll say the word they don't say anything yeah i think that i I think that that's a problem you know that when they don't have that you know and it is hard when you're writing sweet romance you can't swear you can't have you know too much right you can't have hardly any sex and so it is difficult because these are human beings doing life you know, and, and I'm, the, know, I'm the I'm the other side of you because you have yeah. these beautiful, wonderful, you know, love stories, and I'm like, cussing yeah. and fighting, yeah. and we're, we we you know, I wrote today about how this dragon and how we hate him and what it means <laughs> to a person to hate yeah. something, and that yeah. got very complicated for me. It's an interesting question, I think. I always like, like action in my romances. What about you yeah. guys? You know, well, you know I mean, like dragon sounds I wrote like scripts action. I did when I wrote scripts for this on TV, you know, for you know, yeah. screenplays. I would put action. A lot of you know, a lot of things would happen. And but yeah. in the books, I don't. You know, it depends what I'm writing. You know, like I do. I have written sex. I've written a memoir. I've written children's books. It is. I think though, uh-huh. it's nice to. It is nicer in some ways, it's easier, I should say, to stick to a genre because of marketing. But you shouldn't stick to a genre if you get bored, if you get bored. But when you're trying to market, it's very difficult to market different kinds. Yeah. This one is my first paranormal book. It's very different. Well, that's a big topic. I had a lot of fun writing it. Because paranormal is so many. There's there's so many categories for that. Paranormal. That so who's going to beta read for me, huh, Marsha? You going to do it for me? Nope. 
Vicki? Nope. Come on. Nope. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll Who's going to beta for me? I, I don't know. reading. Okay. I like Karen. When I'm done with this book, it's very close. Okay. I need good betas. I don't like beta well, readers. I, you know, I know. I mean, I feel that my editor is the reader. Because I guess well, I you have an editor. I don't. <laughs> well, no. I need but, beta. Well, you do have an editor. That's not true. You do have someone. Well, to yeah. Your book. I do hire someone. I do. Yes, yeah, I well, do that's too. An that's an editor. Believe yes. me. Right. Yeah, I'm going yes, through thirty-five pages yeah. of yeah. edits. Yeah. 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 Now, I mean, if yeah, because I yeah, think, I have a desk. They have the editor. Kristen, don't you? I mean, like this is the thing. If you have beta readers, and I know you believe in them, and I understand that, but how I am writing a story that comes from me. So I don't know if someone's going to tell me to switch something if I want to do it because just because they said I should. Because how do I, you know, I I have to be the one. They're pointing out what doesn't make sense. They're pointing out what doesn't fit together. But doesn't Not that you said something wrong. Not like but doesn't that. the editor, Vicky? But what do you think? No, I. I mean, I have a developmental editor, who uh-huh. sends me massive quantities of notes. I love her, but it's right, a nightmare. Okay. I love her. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> okay, so once I've one completed person. that, and it's one person, get the book right? ready. One. I have data readers, and yeah. they find stuff. My beta yeah. readers find stuff, and it's oh, valuable. They, they they find different things. I it's very hard yeah. to explain because they all find different stuff. And they find things that you missed or you didn't yes. connect to. And yeah, I love my do. betas for it. My first beta is a person that always reads my books first is Charity Bailey. Every time she's read my books first and trashed them. I love her. <laughs> I get pages and pages. <laughs> but it's great. What about you? She makes me better. I've used a couple over the years, um, but I've also had issues, like you were saying, Marcia, where like um, I've yeah. done critique groups too. And I've said before, I've noticed that depending on who it is giving the feedback, I change the story a little bit. And oh. I've noticed that. And so sometimes it doesn't work for me because it kind of cripples me a little bit creatively. Yeah. It just kind yeah. of throws me off sometimes. So, yeah, But I've often said, right. like, until, you know, you get your first publishing contract or publish your first book or however you approach publishing, that's the last time that you write without the critic on your shoulder or hearing, like, the echoes of the reviews and then, you know, in your, in your ear. And I was just listening to a podcast on that. But it was talking about how people, you start to hear what people on social media are saying. Like right now, people don't like, you know, the um, second act breakup or third act breakup, you know, and, you know, different little things that people say they don't like anymore. Love triangles, this and that. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, and it kind of like, it kind of freezes you because I'll think, well, wait a minute, I have that. Wait a minute, that's not good. And so then you take it out because you don't want people on right. social media to complain, but maybe it's just a small group. You know, maybe it's you just... You have to be more creative, be... don't you? You have to figure out what to put in in its place, which is fun. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's the great part about writing. Yeah. I can't... Well, I'm going to read you, Kristen. I am going to talk to you 
tomorrow, and I'm going to read one of your books. Oh, well, thank you very much. I look forward to reading your stuff, too, Kathy. Oh, thank you. It's really fun to connect with other authors. It's amazing. Yeah, it It is. is. You know, it is. You know, but but the writing in general, in my opinion, has Uh to come from the person's heart. It has to go on the page the way you see it. Because you're the writer. Yes. You know, yes. If you get confused by other people's opinions, because I've had that with a script, a screenplay. I switched a whole genre. Well, oh. I had a screenplay, and it was with a male, and then I had to change. They thought, well, it would be a production company. They thought, oh, it would be better if you made it a female. And then whatever happened in between, I had to change the entire story because what a man was thinking or a woman is thinking are two different things. So when you have to make right. a change like that, that's hard. Because, But that was somebody yeah. that wanted to maybe produce the movie, so I said, oh, I did it. But normally, even when I got scripts out and then they would say, well, you need to make a change, I made mistakes by changing too much then. See, that's the thing. Uh, when you start making a lot of changes, Everything changes uh-huh. in the story. That's why right. yeah. when you have people criticizing or not criticizing or critiquing, as you know what people do, and then yeah. that may work for that scene. But what about what if it doesn't fit with another scene by something somebody said? So I that's for me. I'm tough. Then you have to on be myself. strong, and you have to believe but, in what you're doing, Marcia. Yeah, and not yeah, no. Well, I do. Yeah. So I, my characters. Like when yeah. I'm writing, it takes me longer than I would like, but I they have to match. Everybody's uh-huh. have you know has to fit right, and every right. sentence has to be something that that person would say, and then I would cut if yeah. it, it's not what they would say. So I think it's a matter of you know, but when you have a few people, that's not bad. But when you start getting a lot of people's opinion, it's like too many cooks in you know yeah. spoil the broth. Exactly. I think sure. that's what happens. But you you're know, also you way be, more experienced than I am, Marsha. You've been doing this really. way no, longer, really and you have many good. more books. And but you're a you big, know, no, and they're great. Really. Your no. books are good. No, but you, you're a good writer. So that's I just think people, they Thank you know, you. you have to have confidence in yourself. But most of us, yes, yes, we lose it somewhere while we're doing it. We're going well. Is anybody going to like this? But but yeah. the end of the day, it has to be your story, whatever it is. Yes, yes. You know, and so it's hard. And that's the same thing with reviews. I mean, this is a problem for people when they get upset if they get a bad review because somebody doesn't like it. Well, that's okay, though, because there's somebody else that does like it. Mm-hmm. You have a good you and have a I good learned from the one. I learned from the negative reviews. I do. Why don't you say something if they're thoughtful about what, and they say what it is that they don't like instead of just trashing me? But if they do that, then I really appreciate it. Do do people? I mean, I don't know why anybody. But when you call it trashing, do you mean somebody's actually trashing up something you wrote? Attacking me as a person uh, yeah. rather than that's the book. Yeah. Well, it's that's bad, not a review. That's an attack. It, it, I mean, yeah, that's happened, but, you know, the negative reviews that talk about why they had a bad experience reading the book, 
that is something I really cherish because I learned from them. Well, they had a bad experience. Wait, could you? I, I want to hear what you what you mean by that. Well, they had a bad experience. You know, reading the, the story didn't speak to them. That they didn't think it was coherent, or they it didn't fit together. The character didn't ring true. I want to know because I want to get how better. Did, but 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 wait a minute. Why do you think that you need that though? Because you're a good writer. I mean, you write good. So I mean. I don't understand. I why mean, that means what, so much to me coming from you. I just, I'm about to cry. Stop saying. No, but, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, when you're writing something and someone says that to you, doesn't that make you not want to finish the book? Oh, I no, I don't. I don't have that reaction. And so, I, what do you I, do when yeah. you? What do you I don't. Do? I, 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 I want to know. Either. And I, I stick to my guns. I believe in my story. But if somebody is beta reading and has a problem, we have a discussion. And I listen. And I open my heart. And it helps yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Vicki, what? I mean, I, yeah. I, Thank you. I agree. I really do. That's awesome. Um, That's but awesome. it all comes down to the quality of your beta readers. You know, yes. everyone, I mean, yeah. was it uh, Kristen who mentioned she did critiques or Kathy? Um, you know, you know what critiquing is all about. And some people, sure. I mean, I have a couple beta readers who are friends, and they're very sweet people, but they're beta readers out of courtesy because I love them. You know, they don't yeah. really right. have much to but a couple of my, I would say three of my beta, four of them are so sharp. And the things they see, I remember one gal was very focused a couple books back on the animals in my book. And really? with Yeah, and with the bond, another gal commented, and again, the animal, but the horse, did I get all the horse stuff right? Which I did. But I am. I wrote about horses too. Same thing here. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's it's one of those. The quality of your beta readers can make a profound difference. Yeah. You know, I mean, some some are okay, but it's it's finding good ones. Jane Friedman, by the way, has a blog post on finding a good beta readers. Uh, I only mention that because uh, I don't know if any of you know Jane, but she's one of my girls. I, I mean, oh, wow. she's been in publishing for, I don't know, forever. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. She writes so she knows what she's doing. Wow. She writes about publishing and about different things about writing. She doesn't wow. write, she writes nonfiction, but not fiction, but she's really worth looking up because anything she says is gold. Truly. It's wow. rock solid. And she has I mean she's been in the New York Times in Publishers Weekly, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's really a solid and kind. I know her personally. I met her after I had consulted with her years ago. And she is as lovely as she appears. She is a lovely, kind name? person. What was her name? Jane, Jane Friedman. Friedman. I can't recommend her. I'm going to look yeah, her I up. Yeah, I can't recommend I'm very her. Interested. And, and she's it going on like the she's business. Pe- she's a teacher. 
Sounds like she's the future. Oh, well, yeah, she is. she's got some great posts. Wonderful. And, and, but she's so good, you know what I mean? And I really yeah. trust her. And there are a lot of people in this business, just like plenty of others, that you can't really trust, you know, that, right. that are often out to their own agendas rather than, you know, uh, something that matters to you. So, uh-huh. But Jane yeah. is very giving and a kind person, and she also knows her stuff. She really That's does. Awesome. So That's I didn't awesome. mean to go on about that, but she did have a no, poem. But the, so you know what, what I'm thinking when you're talking about this, which subject that I, I talk, we talk about on the show a lot with you know many different authors, the fact that look at all the work to writing a book and how oh, hard this is and okay. how much we care. And so when you're on Amazon and people will look at your book when it's free, but when it's 99 cents, $1.99, they don't want to <laughs> yeah. buy it. So I, I know. This is, so this part really does not sit well with me because I know almost everybody that's been on, I know everybody that's been on my show, I mean, but all of them put hard their hard work into everything. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, uh, and that's the problem, is that then we yeah. spend money on marketing, mm-hmm. on everything. And, you know, yeah. editing, marketing, whatever. And then even if you have a the cover, traditional publish, it's everybody is, is changing. And, and then sometimes I think to myself, some of the people that have written 100 books, they don't keep changing. They don't keep making new covers. They don't do Mm -hmm. a lot of PR. They just write. And in my opinion, I I want to be that person, again, that just keeps writing. Because Mm -hmm. all of this does not equate to sales. It doesn't. Well, then I'm going to remind you every day to write. That's what I'm going to do. I'll be right back to find you. No, but that's the thing. What What's what can we do about all of this? If this is what's happening to us, Kristen? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. There's just mm-hmm. so many calls I on your time. Down to money. I hate to be crass about it, but it does. If you have money to pay mm-hmm. for a ton yeah. of ads, yes. You know, yes. you stand a yes. chance. But if you don't have that kind of money, it's just a vast desert of struggle. And, right. you know, I, Facebook, I mean. That, Facebook won't let me buy ads. They blocked me completely. Oh, 100% why? I can't buy ads. Because of my, I just a book called Bloodsport. They didn't like Bloodsport. See, but that never even occurred to me what your title was. It's just a title. It, it, it's a this vampire. Is a title that, you know, it's a vampire story. But they made me change the title and the cover, and they won't let me um, do any advertising with them. That is so, so weird. I think it's a great title. title. Yeah. Great I title. I, I, I love the title. To, to, you know, I thought it was a great title, but, boy, they did it not is. like it. It is a great title. How See, very odd. So a lot of this doesn't make any sense, you know, because right. it just really doesn't, right. you know. But I will say that I that I have people on, let's just say they have 100 books, 
And they just keep writing, and they keep writing, and they keep writing, and they keep writing. And you know what? And that is the best thing. Because for all of us, I I mean, I'm not over-anxious except when I get on there on social media. Because when I start doing one thing, I go, oh, maybe I'll do this. Then, oh, maybe I'll join this or do this or that. And then three hours have passed. And I've still been writing. Because and you haven't written anything, right? And I feel I like I haven't I accomplished anything. So, yeah. right. So I'm feeling for this start of January that I will be changing. Because that is, cause ah. I think all of this is not good for anybody. I will, Anybody. It doesn't matter yeah. who you are. I agree. It's just I'm with it's you. not anything. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think that the thing is, and we all, we're writing, we're all wanting to write a good book. And that's really, you write a good story. That's. What, actually, the title for this is What Makes a Good Story. Story. I wrote that mm-hmm. title because what makes a good story is a beginning, middle, and end. And sometimes when you're seeing a movie or whatever, there's no middle. They don't right. know how to do the middle, and that matters. Yeah. Vicki, do you have, a, yeah, oh boy, do you have a, yeah. anything? Oh, how well, about a, it's, a tip? It's interesting. The I... The middle. Oh, well, the middle is the the beast of the project because the start can be exciting. I always, I try to have something going on at the beginning. And the ending, of course, I love writing the ending. And then there's the middle and you get to a point and I don't plot my stories out. And I say, now what? And that is the scariest (laughs) moment. So my philosophy is just write, and if it stinks, you can delete it. Computers are great. You can change it. That's right. Yeah. 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 You know, editing is beautiful. Yeah. I make a point to accept if my it some day certainly most days I have no inspiration. I confess. And it's work. And I sit down and I say, okay, let's let's do it whether you want to or not. And then I get started and things happen within my subconscious, as I'm sure it does within all of yours. Right. Oh, yeah, that might work. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. And so then you can evolve. My philosophy on writing is I write in a chain of scenes and sequels. Are you familiar Uh with that? You know, and that... I write write scene by scene because, man. I write everything I see is a scene. Yeah. I, well, I use the term sequel when my characters are thinking, oh, the explosion just happened, you know, that would be a sequel where they're mulling over the event or the, the, you know, climax of the previous scene. And then that leads me, oh my gosh, the train just exploded. I must save Rosamund, whatever. But in other words, that leads to the next scene. I must mm-hmm. say, Rosamond, oh, my gosh, the train exploded is the sequel. And the next scene is, I must save Rosamond. So there's your new goal for the next scene. Yeah. you got to save Rosamond. Right. Of course, she might already be dead with the train exploding, but <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and so, yeah, I go through all sorts of odd directions, as I'm sure yours does too, all of yours. And I, you know, I have my daughter is my sounding board, and when I get oh. stuck in the book, I start talking to her about how far I've come in the story, and somehow mm-hmm. I find a bridge. When I'm talking about yeah. right. how, right. yeah. how to move forward. That you know what can I mean? Be great. And yeah. brand my yesterday, yesterday I said to her, I don't know how to finish passion, you know, vampire passion. That's what I'm writing right now. And today I know. It's like happens that fast. It's good. Yeah, great. my mom is yeah. my sounding board. In fact, when she had a surgery over the summer, I was joking to her, and she was having it on a Monday, and I said, okay, well, I'll give you till Tuesday afternoon, and then we'll regroup maybe around four-ish. You're going to be okay, you know, and it was like a major surgery. And sure enough, we did talk on Tuesday in the afternoon, but the next day I said, okay, well, maybe Thursday then. And sure enough, on Thursday she actually asked me a question about one of the stories, and I thought, oh, it's good to yeah. see you're staying on schedule. But, yeah, she's been my sounding board. So yeah. she is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yep, got to stay on great. schedule. <laughs> what a great you know, show. That's, that's wow. good. That's good. I, I learned I a lot. Of, yeah. I've had a lot of people on, and sometimes people, you know, that have written hundreds of books, I mean, sometimes some of them just say, I hate this book. One of them, she burned the book in the backyard. She hated oh, like, her work. Oh. You know, just the work she was working. She, and she's very successful. And she's a wonderful person. And she just couldn't stand it. So she just wow. took it and threw it. And I always remember that. And she was on a while ago. Like, I still remember that you did that. Because she didn't like it at all. She just had to get rid of it. And that's that. And then she didn't. She moved on. See, that's the thing. Wow. When, do you, when do you think it's time to move on if you don't like what you've written? Does anybody ever have that? No. Oh, man. I, I haven't know. really seen that, but I read Rick Rubin's book on um, creativity, and he was talking mm-hmm. about, like, when, you know, to end a project. Because sometimes I hang on to stuff for too long. I have a problem. I'm happy in that world. I love these characters. <laughs> I want to stay here. It's safe and warm and nice. Yeah. And he was talking about ending it so you can have the energy and the creativity to go on to the next project. And that that book helped. I remember telling uh, Marsha about uh, um, the beginning of the year that that book was helping me finish a project I was working on. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I don't oh, have Christine. any books that I've burned, thrown out. Yeah, I, no, I, I've never burned. I've not burned any. Oh yeah, well, I have. I have a couple books. I love my books. That, <laughs> I could never. I no, I couldn't. No, mine are. They're no. asleep. I, I, We should yeah. reframe this. I didn't burn them, okay. but they're asleep on Sleep. my computer. Right. Oh, so right. they're, they're okay. asleep. For thirty yeah. years now, no, oh, almost thirty. Wow. I mean, time to rewrite. You know, time to rewrite. <laughs> I just, yeah. unless unless I'm motivated. My late husband loves one of my books, and it was a long story. It was published, and it wasn't then with traditionals many years ago. And you know, I always try to rewrite it, and all I can think of is the kid carrying the boombox, which is so retro. I mean, kids don't walk around. Remember the kids walking around with those big boomboxes? Yes, I do. 
And, and somehow I just can't rewrite that story because of the boombox. Yep. Wow. A little irrational. There are a lot of stories. There are a lot of stories. I would keep it. I wouldn't get rid of it. Yeah. I would oh, make no, it all look retro. I have heard there's a lot of books doing in that. The, in those, that year, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of books doing that that are the retro and they're set in that particular year. So the reader knows yeah. going in that it's whatever, 1986 or Oh, there's so many retro books now. Right? Exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, exactly. right, you know it's a lot of well, my maybe sister, my editor said, yeah, because like my editor said, just leave it. They'll fix it. <laughs> they want to do yeah. it. And he's right because now all yeah. I do is see all these movies that are from whatever and then they're not new I can tell by the, you know, and they're just, they say they're, you know, they, I think there's a thing that people like to do where they do like to watch, like, even the 60s, 70s, you know, and they're very popular right now. So people like to do that. Yeah, nostalgia is very big. Like, the Feast of Seven Fishes on Netflix is set in the 80s, and people love, you know, revisiting that time. And it's not, you know, an old movie but it's still set in that time. And it's, people love, you know, nostalgia, especially right now when right. everything's they so do. chaotic. I see a lot of stories. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they're good. See, I think that's the thing. If it is a good story, then it will remain a good story, which is if you're writing a story. See, some of the things it, you don't put, people have not, I don't know if they've been putting in for COVID or not, because people aren't sure if they want to put that in their book at all. But it, it's been such a long time since it's been around that people now might, because even at the beginning, I remember having shows, we go like, should we talk about COVID ever? And they go, no, we're not going to put it in our books. And some people probably are now. They are. Because it was, I'm yeah. reading books it's, with right. COVID in them. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Did you? Oh, you did. Yeah. I haven't yeah. written one yet, but I've read books with COVID in it. Can't remember titles because right like, now. Mm-hmm. I read too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But no. Oh, I because never there remember are people, titles. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Some sometimes you do. Some of the movies they don't. If they don't like, if you're watching the movie and it doesn't even ring true to what the title is, you forget the title. You know, it, and that's what the, yeah. like Greece. Nobody ever forgets that. No, right. that's know true. It. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. True. But. That's true. But other titles, you go like, what was that title? Who was in that movie? You know. And thank God we have <laughs> cell phones. We can just put it up and go like, tell me who's in that movie. <laughs> What's the title of it? You know. So I mean, sometimes when when I'm with my friends, we all have a question. We go, okay, fine. Somebody goes to the phone and they find the answer, <laughs> rather than you have to go like, oh, well, who is that? You know, I I used to have to go through the alphabet because I, until I got to know what it was, I couldn't let it go out of my mind. I had to figure it out, whatever it is. Does anybody have that ever? Where they need oh, to yeah. know something? Oh, yeah. IMDB yeah. is my best friend. Are you both all, I'm sure you're all familiar oh, with IMDB. Yeah. yeah. yeah I watched a movie without looking everybody up and what else they've done and the trivia and right. everything I else. I have to yeah. do that. It's very yeah. neurotic. Uh, yeah. not, not for you, for me. For yeah. me, not for you. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh no, I really uh, no. It is. I do. I'll see an actor. I'm watching the Barbie, and I recognize this guy, right? 
from I don't know where, right? I mean, yeah. just he was out of place. I knew him for yeah. well. It turns out he was in. He was the medical examiner in the so-called <laughs> Vera back in the teens. I mean, okay. that was you know, and I and I had to know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I voice. Hear a voice I, I I gotta figure yeah. out the voice. <laughs> Me and Sam. Yeah. We all, we have, everybody are, has that thing. Yes. You know, everybody has their own thing that makes them, you know, do things. I mean, it's not that, you know, I'm superstitious and that sometimes goes into my writing, you know. I mean, those are the things, the little things that we put in our own writing, too, that we don't even know sometimes. Because I remember absolutely. somebody reading my book, they go, oh, yeah, she goes, I knew it was experience, you. Right? Yeah. Don't you agree, yeah. Martha? Yeah. It's always what I've been through is going to show oh, up yeah. in my story, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But if you try to explain that to other people that don't write, they actually, I think they don't get what we mean by that. Sometimes people think the stories just come from nowhere, but they come from people. They yeah. were writers. They come from experience. You know how they say, write what you know. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. I yeah. mean, or there wouldn't be any science fiction or fantasy books. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Or historical yeah. books. Yeah. So, but right. right what you know, your inside, your guts, bring your guts, put your guts on the page. Yeah. That well, makes it. That's yeah, right. right what you know. When you fill them out on the his, page, you win, right? But when you write historical, though, historical you have to be right because those readers oh, i agree with that said, and most writing you can get away with it a little more but not historical right no because you can't. i agree that does not accept it that yeah. people go yeah. crazy yeah you know and <laughs> but that's because if they want no because they do they it has to be absolutely right no word yeah. can be yeah, used it that does. Used then nothing you know, because you knew how actually, many words I looked up writing my historical. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I spent yeah. half the time looking up words to see if yeah. they were in existence. Right. Before yeah. 1819. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I was, yeah. for example, hullabaloo was. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. Hullabaloo was. Yeah. There are certain words that you don't expect, but they were. And then there are other words. That oh my gosh I can't use that you know yeah you can't um, because you can't because they will think they will they will call you out on that yeah that's why writing romance is very good sexy romance regular sweet romance you don't really have to research like you do the other books because it's just kind of life yeah. but I'm anything right. from the past and actually, it's the woman that wrote when I'm writing this vampire. Yes, that's, that's really true. vampires. I love yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot what I was watching. So I think something was on TV. I think it was. Oh my God, I can't even think of it now. Oh, it was a soap. It was a serial soap too. But they had a movie on it, and it's just like you look at these things, and then years ago they weren't as accurate probably as they have to be now, because people are very tough now. 
when it comes to things. Because on the Internet, if somebody makes a mistake, everybody and their brother hears what that person made a mistake saying or doing or something. (laughs) But years ago, you saw a movie. You saw a movie. You were considered a mistake, believe me. (laughs) I want to find it. In other words. (laughs) So I... Now, Kristen, let's talk. We always talk about that a lot, uh, covers and things like that. So, Kristen, how did you get your new cover? Tell everybody about what made you change your mind and your covers. Well, when I, um, when my publisher closed and we, um, had to do everything, getting the rights back and stuff, um, I was going to keep some of the covers and buy the rights to them, but then I decided to go, with the new ones. And for the Landry True Colors series, which was the middle school one, I wanted to bring more of the other characters into it to kind of show some of the other girls that were in it um, and kind of show Landry's world, the things she's interested in, you know, the journaling, the sports, you know, things like that, you know, the guy she's seeing, this basketball player, things like that. And then for the um, Cecily Taylor series, even though it's, you know, a pop star romance, it's so focused on her journey. And, you know, her journey of self-acceptance, staying true to herself. Now she's being thrown into this different world of, you know, popularity and fame because she's acting, she's modeling and things like that. But she's, you know, trying not to lose herself in it. And so we decided to put just the character, Cecily, on the cover instead of having the rock star. Because usually, you know, rock star, pop star romance has the guy. But because this is so, you know, fueled by her journey through everything, even though she's dating him. And the cover artist, um, I use Core Graphics, she just, you know, I tell her what I picture the characters looking like, the feel I'm going for, and she sends me a bunch of cover models to look at. And just recently, now we're doing the stars in the city, and I tell her kind of what the characters are looking at, what the, you know, what, what, how I see them, if there's famous people, or I send her pictures, and then, you know, I go through all these models, and usually what it is is it's not, like, she'll find someone that looks exactly like who I was picturing, but she'll also find somebody that has, and the only way to explain it is the vibe of what I was seeing in my mind that actually right, looks right. more like the character than even, you know, like finding a, you know, a doppelganger of whatever celebrity. And, like, with this yeah. time, well, I'm, I'm going to reveal something I haven't shared yet, but the second book in the Star series is uh-huh. going to be about Isla, the pop star. And so mm-hmm. I needed to find an Isla, and I told her who I was basing Isla on, which I'm not going to share. Um, and so right. she found someone who was just like her. But then she found some other models, and one of them just had the exact vibe of what I was feeling, and it was perfect. And then I told her who I was picturing for the pop star that Isla is going to be seeing, and she found a teenage version of this singer, and it was just perfect. And it was just so cute how she brought it together. And so it was really kind of, really kind of cool because she always does it. Like, I think I know what I want, and she'll find a way to bring out the vibe of it somehow. I don't know how That's she does good. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a great cover designer. His name is Stephen Walker. Marcia knows him. Yes. Yeah, he was on and the show a few weeks ago. He started doing my covers um, about five books ago. And I start to tell him what, like, my vampire right now, Jethro, what does he look like, blah, blah. And he sends me, like, a hundred different pictures to choose from. 
what what do you really want them to look like? And then together we put together the cover. It's right. so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it's super yeah. fun. He uses AI. Definitely. I yeah, had. I I don't know if you want to. My cover this time was interesting. I've always used professional cover artists and paid for it, as I'm sure you gals do. Yeah. And this time I did for the bond. And it was a new artist to me, and I liked her covers a lot, and it was terrible. Yep. I, I felt oh, I couldn't use it. I oh, did pay no. her, but so now yeah. I need to publish in a month, and I don't have a cover because I didn't have another $500 to pay to someone else. Yeah. So do not be, well, feel free to be horrified, but I did. I went, I used AI and described what I wanted, uh-huh. and I got a very beautiful picture, I thought, <laughs> and I sent it <laughs> okay. to works. my designer. Now, this designer Good. is a pro who works for uh-huh. my son. He's right. a pro graphic artist, so... Um, and I sent it to him, and he fixed it all up with Photoshop. Yep. And that's right. my cover. That was that's my wonderful. cover. That's what people are doing. Well, that's what people are doing. A lot of people yeah. are all upset about AI. And for me, at least for that cover, the Bond, it worked. I mean, I love the cover. Yep. And the only problem is, though, they ask you, did they they ask you on Amazon now if you used AI, but I don't know if it's in a bad way or a good way. You know what I mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah. Because they say, oh, this AI. That's what I say. Yeah, I wasn't asked when I uploaded the cover, and I'm not sure quite, I'll be very honest, I'm not sure how I'd answer, honestly, because I don't trust Amazon. You know, it's not, my cover is not pure AI. No, it's I, not because, the, no, no, that's not because that's right. why what Stephen was saying on the show, he does, he just, you can use some of it, but that doesn't mean yeah. that it's yes. right. all AI. And then it's he not. changes it. Everything is yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it will be using like clip art or something like that, what they used yeah. in the past, but this is now new. Yeah. You know, this is what they do now. They use it. other things. I, yeah. I think it gives you many more options, actually. Yeah. So I love it. It really mm-hmm. gave me an option when I was stuck. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. in a bad situation. Yeah. And I, I did luck. it on yeah. a whim. You know, I thought, yeah. why not yeah. try and see what happens? Yeah. And there's sure. a learning curve. But, you know, it's it's well, none kind of us know of what they all mean. Right. You we don't know what that thing. means. That's what you do. Yeah, but, I think, yeah, but if, if you're saying that they switched it and used other things, it's not pure AI. Then. Oh, no, it's not. No. It's just yeah. a part of it. Right. That's what I think yeah. Stephen Walker, exactly. I think that's well, what he said when he was on the show. It's just exactly. a version. Yeah. Yeah, a version. Yeah. Well, so that's a whole different I mean, thing. I understand everyone's fears because designers are – Afraid of their livelihood, you know, and I understand yeah. that. Um, at the same time, when there are new tools to use, I'm going to use them. You I know, think that's I'm not going to. I think that's yeah. what that is. 
a tool. It's just a I'm going to use them. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree, Marsha. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think there's, a, you know, I go, I think what the gist of everything that we're talking about, here are all of us, we're talking about writing and editing and all of this, but all of this could change next month, two months. So we just have to go with what we go with right now and do the best we can to give people a good yeah. story, a good book, make it look good. And that's that. We're all, everybody's in the same boat. You know, even the, the traditional publishers, they have issues too. Everybody does. And yeah. and the things about the thing about the traditional publishers, some of the covers that I have seen lately, they need to really think about what they did. They're not good covers. They're not, you know, and mm-hmm. if they're not creative, if you're an editor or if you're, it doesn't mean you're that creative sometimes. Creativity comes from different spots in our brain, you know. So right. I think that right. that's what I think. What, you know, how do you feel about that? That it's, it could, it's, there's a lot of things that make a cover or a book, you know, work together. Yeah. You know, it's a combination you know, of things. Yes, and it's not just one thing, it but it's hard. No. And that's why, you know, it is. But but as always, my goal is to keep people writing. It's one thing to say that you're going to write a book. It's another thing to say you've yeah. written a book <laughs> and you're done. And it's very hard. Right. Even if it's not the best book in the world, it's still a book. So that's one of the reasons why people... You don't have to trash somebody's work if you don't like it because it was a lot of work to get to that place. Yeah, right. That's how I look at it. You know. Sure. Yeah. And the, maybe that person will write another book and another book and another, and the next one will be fabulous. But it takes time. You just don't learn everything one, two, three. And when you think you've learned something, then there's more things. That's what so they change everything about it, and you have to relearn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's an hour now, and and, uh, is there any last words that anybody has to say that they want people to hear? Kathy? Well, Vampire Passions is going to be released in January. (laughs) And I have a dragon and and a bunch of vampires, and it's a crazy story. A lot of stuff happens. Kidnapping, all sorts of stuff. It's fun. So, and Kathy has a service. I have the Kathy? Angels. If you want to come join us, we have so much fun. What about your um, the group you have that does reviews? Do you want to just mention oh, that? Ark Anonymous. I have a group called yeah. Ark Anonymous, and we read uh-huh. books and review them when they're published. So yeah. authors get a helping hand from us. It costs it's a, a little bit of money, but not a lot. Not a lot. And uh, we work very hard. Yes, it's a very, it's a good service. Really, it is very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Kristen. Last word. Um, I'm working on my spinoff series, Stars in the City, which will be out end of January. And um, just want to encourage everybody that is listening, if you're working on something right now and you're discouraged, just keep at it if you need to put it away for a little bit. But don't, I've seen so many people, you know, delete books and this, just, just keep it. Just, you know, give, give it a day, give it yeah. a month, right. give it a year if you need to. But hang on yeah. to it, you know. You might want to come back mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. 
And Vicky, Vicky, I like that sleeping well, part. <laughs> that your stories are sleeping. Well, the bond is not sleeping. The bond is out, and I'm working on the edits of the follow-up Regency, historical Regency, The Deception, and I'm really excited about it. I love the bond, by the way. I love the bond. Thank you so much. That's so kind. well, I, you know, I'm excited for the next book, and I'm always excited for the next book, you know? That's good. <laughs> and we will see you on TikTok. For... Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> All right, and I am going to be, I'm going to be on Fran Lewis's show next Thursday morning, but I, I think, exciting. I don't know, I, I, yes, and I may be done until January, but I might sneak a show in. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. But because it's holiday time and everybody's busy. This is a busy right. month for most people. But so if I do come on, I, well, I'll let you know. But otherwise, I want everybody to have a happy, healthy holiday season. And a thank yeah. you to everybody you that's been on the show this year. Oh, it's been a great year. Me. So much fun. And, thank um, you so if much. I don't, Oh, you're welcome, and you're all welcome on again. I, I really, I, I always feel honored being on your show. I really. Oh, do. I love yeah. having you guys. I mean, so all four way. of you. Well, this is. I'm picking groups now that I think are fun to get. So I think we'll do us in, you know, February or March, something like that, because I think it's fun to have the same people on. You get to know each other, so I think that's fun. Yeah. That's how friendships develop, and I like that. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. All right, and thank you again, and happy holidays. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. If I could sing, bye I would. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye.